0: Welcome to another episode of Two Crones in a Book, where your host Shell and Annette get together to talk book-related stuff. This could be a review of a book, watch-along of movies based on books, or general ramblings. But be warned, each episode, including this one, contains adult language and spoilers. Consider yourself thoroughly warned, and welcome to our chaotic tea party. Hi
1: everyone, I am Annette. And I'm Michelle, And you are listening to another episode of Two Crones in a Book. Yeah. (laughs) Well, today um, we are going to be talking about The Cottage by Lisa Stone. Yeah. So, Michelle, what did you think?
0: It's not the greatest um, horror story I've ever read, Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I did like it. It's a good old, what I call a comfort read. Yeah. Should we give them a summary? yeah right.
1: so the summary is this is the gripping new thriller with a difference from internationally best-selling author Lisa Stone an isolated cottage after losing her job and boyfriend Jan Hamlin is in desperate need of a fresh start so she jumps at the chance to rent a secluded cottage on the edge of Coleshaw Woods a tap at the window very quickly, though, things take a dark turn at night. Jan hears strange noises and faint taps at the window. Something or someone is out there. A forest that hides many secrets. Jan refuses to be scared off, but whoever is outside isn't going away. And it soon becomes clear that the nightmare is only just beginning.
0: <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> I'd say it sets their bar quite high, doesn't it?
1: yeah but what i will say is i found that description quite misleading because in my opinion that sounds very much like i don't know if you've seen the show the netflix movie hush i haven't well, it, uh, a deaf lady who is uh in a house in the middle of nowhere and then somebody's like knocking at the window and oh right yeah get, you know trying to break in and stuff like that so it kind of it, that that description was giving me those vibes. So I thought it was gonna go down that route. Yeah. And that's not where the story goes. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's not where the story goes. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> what did you what did you think of it then? Did you enjoy it? Did you
1: Right, so what I'm gonna say straight up front is it's not as good as later, but it's better than Platform Seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. And I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from it. No. Um, I, you know, like it isn't the best thing that's ever written. I didn't enjoy it as much as later. But then I think that we have ceased. With, so we had a really bad drought. Ooh. Just a bit. And then we came out into the sunny meadows with Later by Stephen King. Rubbing our lo- little um, eyes open them up. Yeah, and it was like, it's, it's a new day. It's, an, <laughs> you know, it's, yay. <laughs> um, so it was going to be quite hard to match the level of enthusiasm and relief that we had after reading later. Yeah. But I, I I did like it. I did enjoy it. I read it quite quickly. I was quite engaged with it. I did want to know what happened yeah. next.
1: I would say this is a great holiday read.
0: This is a perfect poolside read, isn't it? You're not overly engaged, but will keep you interested enough. Definitely.
1: A hundred percent. It is. It's like it's not too consuming. You get on with it. I will say before we carry on, though, it does come... I suppose with a trigger warning. Yes. Um, if you are going through fertility treatment or pregnancy, you might miscarriage. Yeah, you might want to think twice or just be prepared yourself. Yes, definitely. Um, because it does go into details, and what I will say, but then taking it back to a positive, we've had a couple of books now that do go into great detail on subjects that yeah. become very much like a a checklist as they're going through yeah but this book yep. does not do that no it doesn't It it's it's informative about real life things that happen to people but it's not just well i've done the research i'm going to throw it in it actually works into the story and is relevant and you don't switch off at all
0: yeah definitely you don't get lost in it it's more a reference rather than a a lecture yeah uh,
1: <laughs> yeah definitely so hats off to lisa she lisa stone she's done it where many others have failed before
0: yeah she's put just the right amount in that's relevant to the story
1: yeah. enough that actually you might be interested because in, i i haven't done it yet but i'm quite interested to do a bit more research about it on what particular subject um, the, the, well the fact that the that these events um that unfold actually have happened in reality
0: yes some of them have happened some
1: of them uh, the the i, I mean I, it's how much we want to go into spoilers on it but it.
0: Well, we put a spoiler warning on it, true. so
1: it's It's the let's. It's, it's, it's the revelation of yeah. the. Well, I don't know. Am I am I jumping too far? It's the revelation of who the donor is. Yeah. Okay. So the gist
0: of it is. Ah, <laughs> <if we start laughs> want for a better with- phrase. Yeah. Um, We start off and there's this woman who's in a cottage. She's had a bit of a shit run, which isn't particularly relevant to the story. It just explains why she has suddenly moved from a highly populated area into a rural area. Um, she's in this little cottage it's on a short-term let the only thing strange about it is that it's super cheap she has to babysit the dog that comes with the cottage and there's certain things that she she can't do in the cottage so she can't change anything
1: the dog's not allowed upstairs
0: yeah the dog's not allowed upstairs but other than that it's it's not creepy restrictions it's basically this lady's gone abroad for a job and wants someone to live in her house for six months Uh, And care for a dog, and everything's going along swimmingly until one night when she's sitting there, and then uh, a certain time every night there's a tapping on the window.
1: Yeah, there's movement outside, or she'll let the dog out to go to the bathroom, and it'll go running off into the woods.
0: Yeah, and then there's an occasion when it runs off into the woods, and it comes back, and it's got cooked meat. Yeah, uh, around its muzzle. But she's in literally the middle of of nowhere, Mm. so that's one aspect. So you've got this creepy shit going on in this cottage. Uh, and she becomes um, relatively, understandably, obsessed with this fucking tapping. Yeah. And there's there's other creepy shit on it. Like, she tries catching a picture of what it is. She she gets quite frightened. There's a guy who knows the owner of the cottage who is very friendly, very nice, seems to like her. But then gets a little bit cagey about certain things and, and dismissive when she's mentioning what's happening. Yeah. Then we jump completely randomly and what appears to be independently to a family that are having a home birth, mm-hmm. a young couple that are having a home birth. Uh, and there's a midwife, Anne, who becomes quite significant in the story. Yep. They'd had a... Um... Previous miscarriage, hadn't they? Yeah. So the the baby's coming. It's too early. Because of history, they suspect that it's going to be a difficult stillbirth. Um uh, the baby is born um and tells the husband not to look at well, she doesn't stop them. she's very professional, but she encourages him not to look at the baby. he does, and all he says so and this is done very quickly, mm. but enough, isn't it Annette? this is this is what you mean by not that mass of of information yeah. Um, you know, she, it's quite quickly put in because it's relevant, but it doesn't go into any kind of disturbing level of detail. So as bear, he takes a glimpse, is a little bit mortified. It, it references him saying he wished he hadn't. She puts the, this is all very early in the book. This is the first couple of chapters. Yes. yes. She, um, the midwife then um, leaves with the stillborn baby, supposedly in a Moses basket and secures it into the back of the car to take it to, to the hospital, to the morgue. That's that's the beginning. Yeah. Now straight away you think, okay. So how do these two overlap?
1: Okay, so where did your head go immediately?
0: So I, two places it went to. I went either the babies are being taken to feed the the monsters in the woods. Yeah. Or the babies are the monsters in the woods. Right. Is the one or two things that I thought. Because they keep referencing these, uh, I, I can't remember what it is. It's a mask tower or something. or something in the water mm. uh, that they think is affecting all the babies within this, this certain radius. Um, and then the, the trippy shit starts happening. So no one is, is believing the main character with this tapping on the door. They're all being a little bit dismissive. Uh, but she, she then goes the other way and becomes quite obsessive, doesn't she, Annette, in trying to... Get proof yeah
1: and everyone's kind of like palming it off you know that it's, it's her imagination the, the, yeah. she got, there is a moment when um i can't remember his name the guy that's with i'm, I'm gonna call him mike even though that's not his name yep um <laughs> just, just so i have a name actually does witness he sees them with her Yeah,
0: when they're driving home, doesn't he? And
1: uh, he completely denies it, which really throws you.
0: Yeah, And then you start to think, hang on a fucking minute. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, is this a wicker man turnout?
1: I had a horrible feeling it was going to turn a bit rapey, to be honest.
0: Well, yeah, my mind didn't go there because I I didn't pick up on any... um, Like the couple that were having the baby were really quite happy.
1: Well, no, the way I thought it was going to be was that Jan... Was going to be yep. attacked by
0: Mike. Oh, yeah! And then she
1: was going to turn out to be the mother of the couple.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see that angle. That's a good angle now. What... <laughs>
1: well, you know, you read enough of these books on holiday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and and there's lots of other significant trippy shit that then goes on. So then, um, the dad of the stillborn baby. He understandably, is having trouble processing because it's the second time they've happened to yeah. it. it's happened to them. So he starts doing genetic research, and then you find out that the wife is uh, the product of fertility treatment,
1: yes, that in the same town,
0: yeah, and the midwife is, um, and the same vicinity, the same sort of area ish. Yep. Of, of where the tapping on the window is happening. Yeah. So you, you know that there's this bridge between the two. And then, yeah, like Annette says, there's this bit where he completely denies them when he's driving her home. But then he finds... Uh, Jan goes running into the, the woods, walking the Jack Russell, and she bumps into... Um, the guy, I can't remember his name. Is it Christopher? Or we're calling but we're calling Mike, him Mike. But... And let's rename yeah, him Mike. <laughs> yeah. Bumps into to him in the woods just outside her cottage because she she's decided to go exploring, and he's with a woman that turns out to be Anne, which is the midwife. Yeah. But
1: we find
0: out later on. Yeah, and you start getting all this twisty shit. So you're you're working your way through it. On one hand, you've got this. This is what I liked. You've got the two. Um, roads running at the same time so on one hand you've got all this creepy shit happening to Jan in her little cottage and she's freaking out uh, and managing it as best she can incidentally she talks a friend into coming down to stay for the weekend the friend's really dismissive yeah. only Jane gets up in the morning and her friend's standing in the kitchen with her backpack saying no i'm leaving come with me
1: <laughs> that would be michelle 100% in the you're talking shit it's a pile of crap Bye, buddy. we're leaving we're leaving now
0: come <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she wouldn't even stay for breakfast no. She was just like, you yeah, know, and I want you to come with me. You know, says, oh, okay, you know, so, oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, so uh, the, you know, then you know that it's not in her head. That establishes it; it's she's not just being crazy. Um, but at the same time, you've got this. It
1: had escalated, hadn't it? Because it was like it wasn't just this happening. they were knocking. A person yeah, yeah. was knocking on the window to get in.
0: And they start leaving her something by her front door and she ignores it and it appears by her back door. Yeah,
1: the ball of yarn, wasn't it, from the shed? Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, and then she goes out one morning and she looks at the car and there's, like, uh, tracks, footprint tracks all over the top of her car. Yeah. Yeah, No, it, and that validates it. At that point you think, okay, because you always run the risk in these sort of books that the, the, the character turns out to, to be unwell, mentally unwell. Yeah. Um, that isn't the case it's completely at that point that's that theory could be completely dismissed because the friend is 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 running for the hills
1: but in the in the meantime i think it's ian is the husband of this couple yeah goes to the fertility clinic to yeah. uh, find out uh about his wife's history yeah. um to obviously the because the mother's very Kate ca- her mother's very cage doesn't like to talk about it
0: she because ne- she doesn't want to upset the dad, does what, she? He's
1: mem. Is, did he? Is he still alive, or I can't remember. Yeah,
0: he he's still. Uh, so on the wife's side, um, her mum oh, and yeah. dad are still alive. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We,
1: well, we, you know, it's something. Your dad's your dad, and that's that. But she eventually gives the yeah. name of the place, and uh, the husband uh, Ian goes to confront the people at the fertility clinic to find out, and it turns out um, mm-hmm. they have a file on both of them. Yeah. And uh, he's like taken aback, finds out he himself is also the product Mm. of a fertility treatment. His mother got fertility treatment at the same clinic. At the same clinic.
0: Mm. So
1: that was like a whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, I think we are now at a point in this podcast where we have to decide the podcast series. Historically, we have just sat here and chatted all the way through every aspect of the book, not caring about spoilers because we do put a spoiler alert yeah. on. We have to decide now if we want to continue with that or do we want to hint at stuff and encourage people to read it? What
1: I would say now, well, I've seen yep. a lot of other very uh, fantastic podcasts do. Not that I'm bragging that we're yep. fantastic, but you know. Um, what they will say <laughs> is, up until now we've been spoiler free.
0: Yeah. And um,
1: What I would suggest now, if you do not want any spoilers, stop the podcast now. Yeah. uh, Go read the book and then come come back and listen to the second half.
0: That's a good idea.
1: And then, but if you don't care about getting spoilers, carry on listening. But I would say from this point on, if you want to read the book and then hear our spoilers and
0: our thoughts on it, come back to us. Okay, in that case, Annette, I'm going to cue elevator music. Okay, yeah, excellent. So,
1: elevator music cue spoiler section in three, two, one.
0: Next stop, the spoiler floor. And we're back.
1: We are. Welcome to the spoiler floor. Oh we're going to ruin it,
0: <laughs> yeah. And and you have been warned. So yeah, here we go. So the, yeah, the gist of it is he's found out that he's also from the same clinic. It gets dark and twisty and he's a um he's an IT expert so he hacks the files, doesn't he? he does. It? Yeah, cuz they've just literally it's an old couple who run this fertility center
1: and um they, they're only just transferring from um, paper files to computers, so, and so they're not completely clued up on how to work it properly because they're yep. very, very secretive with the files. Yeah.
0: yeah, and they keep quoting data protection, don't yeah. they?
1: Yeah, They just don't want anyone else to know.
0: You get, they're you're using get it as an excuse. In, yeah. Um, so yeah and and he hacks into the files and when he hacks into the files this is where the stories that we've got in play begin to really link up so he hacks into these files he finds out that that he is um from this donor clinic as well and he finds this excel spreadsheet and on this excel spreadsheet him and his wife are on it uh, along with a load of other names and all across this spreadsheet are the initials A L, yeah. which are the initials of the midwife.
1: Oh, yep.
0: Yeah. So now you're sitting there and you're thinking something wacky going on, and she's in on it. Like, is she? Is it some kind of experiment? Is where my mind went. And he, he gets he gets really freaked out, and he goes and confronts the the midwife, doesn't he? Yep.
1: And um, isn't it as well? They he he's initially looking to see uh, who the donor is. Is that?
0: Yeah, they they say that um, that's a whole big part of the story of it. So he, he's, he because he was trying to do this genetic uh, her, hereditary tree to yeah. see if it's their stillbirth babies are because of genetics. Um, he He's trying to determine who the donor was of the wife, which is what's led him down this rabbit hole. Now he wants to know who his donor was, because the law has changed since the clinics were initially launched, yep. which means that you can now reach out to the donors, which previously, when they first set up, you couldn't. Yeah, um, and that leads him down a few twists and turns, and you end up finding out that the guy who owns the clinic is the only donor. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the big, the big uh, reveal, isn't it, at the end? Because initially, when he looks on the files, there are no donor names whatsoever. There's no record of no. any donors.
0: No reference at all.
1: And then it's sort of like, then when you find that out and then you think back to other sections of the story, say, for instance, there were clues all along, like Jan's in the local shop and yeah. then she thinks she sees Mike at the counter and she goes up to the uh, woman behind the counter says, and they, And she's asking, oh, have you seen your, uh, Mike lately? And Jan says, uh, you were literally just talking to him oh, no, that's um such and such. Yeah, no, they do look a lot similar, don't they? Yeah. There's a lot, and she said, you'll notice that there's like, quite a lot of similarities in this town. A lot of people do
0: look the same. Because they're all related. <laughs> yeah. And your alarm bells just start ringing. Um, and that leads him, him back, doesn't it, to, to track down the midwife, and he goes to a house. Yep. Uh, and when he goes to her house, uh, it, it, she she pulls up in her car, he thinks, right, I'll go and knock on the door in a minute. Um, but then the, the garage door opens and she drives out in a van and it's like midnight. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? Um, and he ends up going back the next day and knocking on um a neighbor's door. And the neighbor says, uh, oh, no, she's got really dangerous dogs. So she walks them overnight. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and he follows her again to the woods, doesn't yeah. he? He then thinks that she's... You get a big revelation. So he then follows her into the wood and it's what appears to be children she lets out of the back of this van that go running through the woods and he automatically goes to... Oh, my God, it's sex trafficking. Yeah, as you would do. Um, It's just, yeah, you're like, what the fuck? Um, and she goes running. He goes running into the woods after her, and he ends up. Something starts chasing him in turn, and he falls over and he bashes his head. And when he comes to, um, he's at her house, mm-hmm. isn't he? And you think this is this could go very very oh, badly. Shit, bad. um, but and he's really insistent that she she tells him the truth, and it it turns out that she knows all about it. She's not in on it. Um, she can't do anything about it because the the fertility—the guy at the fertility clinic's got something on her. Can't remember what it is, but he's got something on her. Um, and and she is—they're the second generation. Yep. And he—he's monitoring to see whether or not there's these the genetic clashes, really, of inbreeding, essentially. What it is is what it is. Yep. Uh, and it causes this thing to happen where you you get prehistoric dormant genetic traits come to the surface so high forehead uh, ape-like behavior body hair and appearance yeah yep. all that so, and it's different with each child but it, it, it's a thing and apparently it legitimately can happen there's these parts of your your genetic makeup that can lay dormant yep. uh, and then all of a sudden pop back up and they don't she says they don't live very long no. so it turns out that his his baby was born alive and she took it and she cares for them and yep. Because their lives are so short, she she looks after them. But they, she says, like all children, they need fresh air, so she takes them out of a night yep. um, so that they can run free in the woods. And that's what is happening at Jan's cottage because they're little children. Yeah. They're playing. Yeah. They don't mean any harm. Yeah. But yeah, then he 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 gives all the files away, doesn't he? Um, to the press. Yeah. Because he wants, but he empties, that's it, that's what he does. He makes it look as if he's been doing, the clinic has been doing tax fraud. He empties all their bank accounts and makes it look like they've done tax evasion so that then uh, the HM revenue go in to investigate them. And he's ruined, this guy's ruined and going to prison for years. Yeah.
1: And then it all comes out and all that. And was it, he has the list of all the names and he then they have to contact all of them.
0: Yeah, so he sends, and an, an, what looks like it's from the clinic, he sends a, an email to all the children of previous clients, yep. so people in his age group, saying that there, there was an issue uh, with the donors and that they highly recommend that everybody gets uh, genetic testing. Because mm-hmm. he did that with his wife and he's, he's discovered that they're brother and sister. Yeah, so
1: that obviously um, ended... I don't their relationship, but it was, you know, this was the like, the love of his life, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, um, and it's so sad, so it's on good terms, but they it's just, just, they can't, they're it's not morally comfortable no. with it. But
1: then on the other hand, then, you have Jan and Mike who have developed mm. a relationship as it's gone on. But with all this happening, Jan contacts um, the lady who owns the house, yes. uh, saying that she, she can't do this anymore, she wants to leave, she needs to come back. Yep. So she agrees to, she comes back, and it turns out, obviously, this woman and Mike had had a very intense relationship, Yes, as we found out throughout the story. Um, But it also turns out that they'd had uh, a baby themselves. Yeah, And, again, they were both uh, products of the fertility clinic. Yeah. So they, again, were brother and sister. And what happened, that's how Mike ends up linking up with Anne.
0: Um, yeah because they'd had one of these babies yeah.
1: so that's that's the, their connection and how they became close obviously he's remained friends with this woman because he did have these feelings for her and all that And it, it's very awkward obviously um, but yeah. then as time goes on and it's all been revealed Jan and Mike have developed a relationship so intense that they've actually had a child of their own and he thinks this is like his
0: second chance at happiness yeah, well, she's pregnant. Yeah. And then, and then, it, and then what happens? <laughs>
1: <And> then then, <laughs> uh, um, when she's going for a scan, um, the nurse takes a step out and asks the doctor to come in and check the scan, and it turns out that it looks like the child has some anomalies. Like it will have yeah. a, a, like a club foot yes. when it's born. So obviously, alarm bells go off in Mike's head. And he goes to Ian, the guy who yeah. obviously let it all out before, and asks him if he still had the information. Mm. And he said, no, he got rid of it all when he passed it all on. Yeah. So uh, he asks Ian if he could help him break into Jan's
0: emails. Well, he, he says to... Uh, he, yeah, he, he well, kind of. He says... Um, Ian says, no, I got rid of all the information, but before I did, I emailed yes. everybody who was on the list. Yes. Um, and and Mike goes, Are you sure? And he says, yeah. Um, so he then goes back and takes Jan's laptop because yep. Jan's got an email address that she hardly ever checks. Yep. And he, he, she never locks her laptop. She's not secretive at all. But he breaks into the email and checks the spam holder. And what do you think he finds? <laughs> One <laughs> of Ian's emails. Emails. So that's
1: it. It's like, what the hell do I do? This woman is my everything. We're having this baby. And now I have to tell her that we're brother and sister. Yep. And now how this pans out, I think, was a bit too convenient.
0: On one hand, I was pleased; it was a good way of giving us a happy ending. On the other side, sometimes I I I like my horror to end badly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it, it it turns out that um, when she when he when he tells her, she says, "Well, actually, it was my parents who obviously went to for the treatment, yeah. but it wasn't me. My mother they they had a, a son, they and he yeah. um and he passed away." So that's it. Yeah. And then they got lucky with me having it the natural way.
0: The conventional, the conventional way. The, bar, the <laughs> barring way. <But>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, depending on how you do it, you know. Uh- <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. So that just felt just... A, one, my big problem was um, she's not even from this town as far as I'm aware.
0: No, I didn't get any links. But she doesn't live far, I don't right. think.
1: So, but it just felt a bit... Meh. That was kind of plucked out of nowhere, yeah. And then for it to like, oh, it's okay. It was my dead brother. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Let's carry on happy ever after.
0: See, <laughs> yeah, see, so that's where I'm torn. I kind of liked the happy ending. I did,
1: but I didn't like.
0: Ha- I, I- yeah, but sometimes you're. Hard. I think that, that it would have been a a more powerful ending. For want of, I could probably could have said that better, but it would have been had more impact yeah. if it had just ended with that him finding that email you wouldn't have had to have gone yeah, any I further think that
1: would be perfect to be
0: honest yeah you'd have just been like shit here goes the cycle oh, again
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i mean i liked it the the language i found the transition between um some of the storylines jumping back and forth and some of the language that was used for me was a little bit clunky but overall, it was a really easy read, and it was it was a comfort read. It was,
1: I mean, one one thing. I'll, if I if we're gonna pick a little bit, is you could kind of figure out a, a twist at, at say chapter twenty three, and, and yeah. then you don't get the reveal till like thirty seven or forty odd or something. It's like, yeah, I know what it is. It's not a
0: big surprise. Just get to the point. <laughs> but perhaps that's why she did that. 'Cause she's expecting you to keep pace, so she's carrying on with her other bits to bring it all together. True, true.
1: But yeah, that that just that just you know it it's not as annoying as in most books. It was like, well I figured that out. Ooh, boring. But Yeah. I was still I was still interested in the story. And like and like we said, it's a great holiday read. It is. It it was it was a comfort read. It is. It's it's not gonna take it out of you. You can just relax
0: into it. You really can. And there's there is quite I mean, we've just covered quite a bit that there's a lot going on in it. Yeah. You know, and and you are having to sort of link it in and you to for it all to come back together. I liked it. It's a yes from you. Do me. you know what?
1: I think this could be a very easy reread to catch the yes. the bits that you're like, Oh there's a clue there. And to
0: remember the guy's name. Was
1: it? Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> no I'm saying too oh, we yeah. could <laughs> then remember the guy
1: Oh, that was his name. <laughs> yes. Um but no, yeah, it, I think it does benefit from a reread, just to see where yeah. those little clues are along the way. It's like, oh my God, I didn't pick up on that.
0: Yeah, I, I think if you're looking for a lightish horror thriller, yeah, um, this this is it. This is a good go to. This is this is definitely a yes from me, one hundred percent. Cool cover. Yep. Yeah, I was engaged in it. I I, I I liked it. I didn't at any point want to put it down, and I didn't get bored. No,
1: no, I um. Well, you were surprised, weren't you, how quickly I breezed through this one?
0: Yeah, I was. You did. You talked I through mean, it. This is
1: this clocks up at uh, nine hours forty-seven, and I I got through it in about three sessions.
0: It was just. It was a nice, easy flow, wasn't it? Really it?
1: was. Like I could carry on doing my bits and bobs and still keep engaged with it. Really could. I didn't yeah. fall off the rock with this one at all.
0: Um, it, the paperback was uh, three hundred and fifty-two pages. That's oh, not too bad, is it? It's not too bad at all. But when you're reading it, it didn't feel like three hundred and fifty two pages. It did there it was it was a nice trudge all the way through. Yeah, Definitely. Um so yeah, definite. Definite thumbs yeah, up.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Lisa Stone, you knocked it out of the park. Well done, my darling.
0: Excellent. Two thumbs up from the crowns. <laughs> Woo! Um, so I guess that kind of leaves us with our next episode. It is. It? So, Michelle, what book are we gonna read next well because we've got so many amazing questions coming in it Well, oh. um we we've got a ramble oh, lovely. scheduled in next lovely lovely um we've got a, a, a ramble and a book scheduled in so the ramble yeah. um is which uh, literary villain or hero would you fuck marrying <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good isn't it <laughs> Uh, ironically, that's an anonymous one. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Mmm, we know who you are, but we're not allowed to say. (laughs) Uh My lips are sealed. My lips are sealed, we know your secret. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so... So that's going to be our ramble, our next ramble.
1: Fantastic. Um,
0: followed by a book, if you would like to follow along with us, um, which is called *The Hunger* by Alma Katsu, K-A-T-S-U. Like curry. Yeah. Well, that's how I'm pronouncing it. it. It could be completely and utterly incorrect. If it is, I apologise. No,
1: I believe you're right. Because I've just, I've just started it myself, and I'm sure that's exactly how it was pronounced. So.
0: Yeah, because you get to do audible, so you get to cheat with the pronunciations. Yeah.
1: And if it sounds like food, you know I'm going to remember it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do like a katsu curry. Oh, nice.
1: nice. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, it's the, the hunger. Uh, the tagline on the front is, turn back or you will all die. Uh, <laughs> Enticing, <yes>. isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm interested. Um. Stephen King said it's deeply, deeply disturbing. Uh, this is another green tick for us. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, and it's the only thing is it's 496 pages, so it's a little bit bigger than uh, the cottage. Yeah, this
1: clocks in at 10 hours 34, which it, it's a bit long. It's not. It's only about another 45 minutes longer than. The not cottage. too bad, nah, is it?
0: Not at all. We'll get through this um, easy enough. The synopsis sound very confident. <laughs> I should. I should the, do uh, that. Should I? <laughs> no, don't. not fucking jinx us in it. For God's sake. <laughs> Last couple of times we've said that we've ended up with the Oh no! Oh my god! Or equivalent. So don't don't jinx all us. Right, all right. The synopsis for it is: after uh, having travelled west for weeks, the party of pioneers comes to a crossroads. It is time for their leader George Donner. Always makes me think of the kebab. See to make a choice. Oh, dude. <laughs> they face two diverging paths which lead to the same destination one is well documented the other untested but rumored to be shorter donna's decision will shape the lives of everyone traveling with him the searing heat of the desert gives way to biting winds and bitter cold that freezes the cattle where they stand driven to the brink of madness the ill-fated group struggles to survive and minor disagreements turn into violent confrontations then the children begin to disappear As the survivors turn against each other, a few begin to realise that the threat they face reaches beyond the fury of the natural elements to something more primal and far more deadly. Now, this next bit, guys, I didn't realise this until I've just read it now, but this is based on the true story of the Donner Party. Yeah, did
1: you not realise that? No! Yeah, this is is dramatisation of the Donner Party, a very, very famous story um, during the American pioneer times. If you if you know it, you know. I would say if you're going to read along, don't spoil it for yourself. If you don't know the story, read the book and then read about the Donner Party afterwards.
0: Well, see, I'm familiar with the Donner Party game, which is about cannibalism.
1: See, now there you go. So... What have you done, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dickhead? <you> get... <laughs> oh come on, who isn't going to Google it? Um, so, but yeah, no, this is sounding. Sounding promising, but we're going to whisper it because we don't want to tempt fate. No, 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 no.
1: All I will say is I'm Um, I'm a couple of chapters in and I'm liking it.
0: Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So, I, I, it's sounding pretty good to me. So, we've got Ramble coming up, guys, um, followed by this book. Uh, it's a little bit chunky, so if you want to read it. And just to confirm, we'll do, moving forward through the series, we'll do what we just did and we'll take you to a certain point and then we'll give you the option to jump onto the spoiler elevator or not. Yep. Uh, and then we'll let rip after that. Awesome. You take
1: care Excellent. of yourselves, guys, and we will see you next time.
0: Love you all. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Crones and a Book. If you would like to contact the show, you can email us at twocronespodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on social media for episode content and more. You can find us on Twitter at Two and on Instagram at Two Crones and a Book. Also, join our Facebook group at Two Crones and a Book. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show on your podcast listening app of choice. Take care now and we'll see you next time. Bye.